0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a minute since we have been on here, but we are excited for this topic. We've been wanting to do this for a while and it's here. First off, I want to thank all first responders, military personnel, police officers, firefighters. You guys put your lives on the line daily, support the country, support your town. support your cities. We greatly appreciate it. So you see that the topic is called breaking bad habits. So let's talk about it. All right, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I you know it's been a minute. Chaz, how have you been? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Been pretty good. Uh whoever follows me, if you're if you follow me and you're watching, listening to this podcast, you may know that I had another daughter. So if you haven't, I did have a second daughter. So there was a little bit of time Ooh. where I had to, you know, get used to that again. So we took a little bit of time off, but we're back and we're excited for this topic, as I said in the intro. Um, and I'm sure Chaz is the one that wanted to do this one and I'm sure he has a lot to talk about. And I like it. I have a lot to talk about. So let's get after it.
1: Hands out here making babies is what took us so long to get back here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two kids and that's it.
1: (laughs) After the third one, I swear, I promise, no more. No,
0: (laughs) No, man, both my wife and I were like, no way, three kids, we don't think so. so." No. All right, so you guys saw that the topic was breaking bad habits. I'm going to let Chaz kind of start it off and then we'll go after it.
1: Yeah, man. So like when when we're kind of talking about this uh, book here, the idea of this podcast is just like, dude, I have struggled personally so much, like with like bad habits. You don't you don't necessarily think you you are, I guess, out of control until you compare yourself to a lot of other people. And like one of the things that I took away from the book, like instantly was that like everyone like or winners and losers have the same goal. Right. And it's just like, I wish I was so much more disciplined like two years ago or three years ago. But obviously everything happens for a reason and you learn. But uh, the biggest thing is that winners and losers have the same goal. And it's just like, but it's a process that, you know, everybody or it's the process that people are focusing on that's completely different like everyone wants to be a millionaire or everybody wants to be a professional athlete or everybody wants to be a doctor you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess yeah uh, <laughs> you <know>, those guys <laughs> but um, what what people like find or what people struggle with is that like they, they have this amazing goal and then they're super pumped and they're super excited. And then the next day they wake up and they're getting after it, they're getting after it. But then something like either bad happens or they got to go back to work or, you know, they, the weather or depression, whatever the case may be, something happens and you just completely forget about your goal. You know, it's super easy and super quick to forget about it. So it's just like, instead of focusing on becoming a millionaire, instead of focusing on becoming a doctor, what can I do every single day that's actually going to help me get there? And dude, that is like the biggest piece that I've t- taken. Obviously, I have a couple more points here, but that is the biggest piece that I've taken away from it so far is that like people focus so much on the goal, but like they can't not they can't withstand the actual process of it and the monotony, the monotony of it and the day in and day out uh, of the just same old like grind but people get bored so easily that they feel like they need to change stuff but they don't stick with it long enough to actually experience that change and then they fall off so um, I think I think uh, the coolest thing in the book too was that uh, I'm probably wrong on this but I think he said at 33 degrees or something like that ice melts Um, but some people, like, if you think about it, like, you know, there's 29 degrees, nothing happens, 30 degrees, nothing happens, 31, 32, most people quit around the 31 and 32 range and they never experience the melt, but like, little do they know it's literally just right there. So my correlation with the process and enduring that process every single day is something that I've taken away and it has
0: helped me uh, so much. I think it goes to that old saying is falling in love with the process. You know, you want to get to your goal and you, you have the future. Like I can reference it back to me going to medical school and being in medical school, like four years of medical school. And it's, it's a grind every day, you know, and I don't want to say, oh, it's busy. You know, it, it's, it's a challenge every day, especially having two kids and having a wife, but you have to love the process. And it's not even about loving the process. You have to accept the process. Do you think I'd love studying like all day, every day? No, but, <laughs> but it's, it's I, accepting the process. And like you said, and understanding that winners and losers have the same goal but who's going to withstand the trials and tribulations of that process to get to the goal so i love that you said that and he also makes a, a quote i can't i don't know if i'm quoting correctly but he says when winners fail it's only one day and they pick themselves up the next day and get back on track when losers fail it's one day then it goes into two into three and then they they fall out of their, their normal habit or they start to build that habits and i think that correlates to that too and i loved that i love that when he wrote that in that book and i was just like it's so true, you know, like mm-hmm. you can beat yourself up and then fall out of it. Or you can be like, what can I do to get back on the process and end of the process to be successful? So I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up to start off.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you can just think about it in your normal day to day life, either if you try and catch on some things that you do or people around you, but like you hear it so often, like somebody trying to do something like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, I'm gonna just, you know, take a little break and, you know, reset and get my mind is like, uh, oh, slowly starts creeping in. But some people truly can do that. They refresh and they're back to it. Um, And whereas like other people, they just continue to let those excuses kind of get the best of them. Um, And yeah, man, it's like when you can just nip it in the butt right away and just get back to it. Like you don't fail unless you quit. So it's just like kind of just keep going and keep going and keep going and not really just giving up on the process, you know?
0: Right, I think uh, think that's so true, man. It's a, everyone's, we're human. You know, we're going to fall back. We're going to fall on our asses. And we're just, it's, again, can you get back up? And can you dust yourself off and, and get back on track? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> the second part, too, that I thought was uh, so fascinating was the identity portion of uh, the book. And there's True. two things. Uh, when you, uh, I guess your current identity and wanting to start a new one. And what he referred to as um, most people consider or you are your identity and what you continuously reference yourself is what you always be. So it's like um, the, the example of a smoker was used and someone offered him a cigarette. The one person said, like, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to quit. So he identifies himself as a smoker. So his habits outside of that will forever try and battle that cigarette. Mm -hmm. versus like if that person's like hey man you know i'm actually not a smoker like it's so crazy dude because i'm not a smoker but when he said that shit that had so much power behind it and i'm automatically like yeah i don't smoke i don't do that like i don't need it and then like you literally start to live that that new new life and but you need like um evidence he referred to as to like convince yourself that you are that person. So the more and more that you can say, hey, I'm not a smoker. And then the more and more that like, you actually like aren't taking that smoke and um, isn't giving in, that's when you slowly start to believe. Like, it's like the fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like you have to like, that's, that's one way to begin to, to be something different and do that as like, like gold, right? There's think- your, your identity.
0: I think that was an amazing part of the book as well. That's something that I felt like when I read that, I was like, wow, I feel like I try to do that without even realizing, you know, I feel like I'm a disciplined person, you know, I get up early, I'm, I do stuff I got to do. And I feel like if I don't do that, people are gonna recognize that. And
1: mm-hmm. then there goes my
0: identity. So it's like, yep. that keeps me going. So again, if you wanna mm-hmm. want to shift from having that bad habit and go into a good habit, identify what you wanna be and yep. start doing those things, like you said. yep, yep. Um <clears throat> And that's, that's the
1: thing with the, with the new identity. It's like, find out who you want to be now, like just discover it, put it down, write it down. And it's like, you have to give yourself small wins in order or small wins, which will be the evidence that you'll need to slowly start to, you know, believe that. So like one of the things even I think of all the time is that like, for me, I've set a goal of myself is to simply be reliable, like, you know, the whole thing. It's like, yeah. if I can call this person, if I, if I need something from it, it's no doubt, undeniable, reliable, whatever you want to call it, like, that's it. So it's just like, because um, I used to struggle really bad with just organizational little things and that bled into time management and then bled the here or there. And it's like, no matter what, if you say something, you just do it. And like, that's your new identity now. I don't care how tired or how, uh, long it's going to take or whatever it's just like you have to give yourself small wins in order to do so and start to believe that you know
0: he also kind of touched into under that topic of like being reliable <clears throat> he also said something about sometimes finding an accountability partner and some people need that oh, yeah. you know like if yeah. someone can hold you accountable like hey dude i'm up it's 4 30 you said you're going to be up are you up you know like shooting a Oof. text here and they were like hey uh have you have you tracked your macros or have you ate everything right today you know it's sometimes coaches do that but you can doesn't have to be a coach you could be a friend a friend that wants to see you do better or a friend that's trying to get better as well and you can hold each other accountable so i think finding that reality finding someone to be yourself to be reliable and that an accountability partner that you both kind of want to find that identity and be that better identity can help as well yep. with that topic of what you're talking about yeah um
1: accountability partner is huge dude like um we we actually have a little group an accountability group probably like 12 people in there And like, I I, I track my macros every day, I work out, I do my stuff like that I'm supposed to, but like, and we just have to text it into a group, whether you do it or not. And like, but you have to also look from a standpoint of like, at first I was like, man, I don't need to be a part of this group and get my stuff done. But like, you also have to look at it from a standpoint of like, you're also empowering other people in the process of trying to, maybe you don't need an accountability partner, maybe you just need to be that for somebody else. But yeah, I just thought about that when you said it. Um, And then the the last piece that I wanted to touch on, because dude, like there's literally like 14,000 things. I mean, like, bro, I have a little laundry list of things in here. But like the other thing that I wanted to, I guess, point out was that uh, the everybody knows this, but like you have to remind yourself of it because it kind of goes along with the process but just the 1% better, like the 1%. Yeah. And it's just like people think in order for me to, um, you know, get to my goal closer, whether that is to be a doctor, millionaire, better body, whatever the case you want, whatever it is, you need such drastic changes. But all in all, it's really like, how can I just be literally 1% better than I than I was yesterday, and the day before that. Yep. And it's just like just getting those small wins over and over again, and it's just like as I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, dude, like it's tough as like you know you you want to be, and it's like yeah, you know, I, you know I, I get after it. I I don't I don't need like any motivation or inspiration or whatever. I'm I'm gonna do my stuff, but like having small wins, bro, like helps you out mm-hmm. so much but then it just but it goes back to the one percent thing like if i if i can just yesterday if i if i drank 100 ounces of water but i need to get to 120 in order to you know get it i'm not gonna quit because like okay i failed quote-unquote to hit my 120 ounces it's like okay well the day before i did 100 today i did 105 the next day i'm gonna try for 107 or once if it takes me much longer to get there i'm cool with that like right. everybody can't be great, whatever. And that just goes with work or it goes yep. with uh, studying or tasks. It's like, cool. Like if, if I didn't get uh, a B on this quiz, but everybody else got an A, that's cool. What else can I do in the process? I'm going to go and learn. Yeah. I'm going meet my t- uh, professor. I'm going to, you know,
0: watch his video. I'm going to watch his podcast. Like, you know what I mean? It falls back on, on <clears throat> excuse, me. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm on accepting the process because that's going to, that's what's going to make you 1% better every day. And if it's, if it's just the water and you're working on that for a couple of weeks, that's totally fine because those gains are going to add up 1% better every day is an amazing improvement over 365 days, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's the water for a few weeks and then if it's walking a mile for two weeks and then you go up to 1.5 and then if it's cutting down your calories by 200 calorie 200 calories for two weeks, and then you go down, it's just making those improvements little by little to see those, those marginal gains to help you be better. And I, I, I love that one of my friends brought that up. He's uh, one of my classmates and he uh, he brought that up before he even I even talked about this book because he read some article about the aggregation of marginal gains and he's just like 1% better. And it's just, it's true. Focus on one little thing that's going to make you better every day. And you will see the, the just the drastic increase of whatever you're trying to do. And it's, it's going to seem like a long time, but it's not, it's going to be fast. And that'll be a habit. And then you'll start onto something else. And then that'll be a habit. So I just, you have to be consistent.
1: Yeah, and in a way, like, and I don't know if this is a bad word to use, but you just in a in a in a way you just go on autopilot. Like, you, you, the hardest part is setting a goal, and or sorry, setting a routine and a structure and understanding what you need to do. uh That's literally the hardest part. But most people can follow directions if they need. Like, mm-hmm. it, things are not hard, bro. Like, if you need to drink more water, drink more water. Yep you know what I mean? Like it, it's, yeah. it's, 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 we're truly not hard. Yeah. We just like make it out to be so much bigger than it actually
0: is. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause then I, I want to kind of dive into a couple of the things he said yeah. to like make the habits easier or break, break the bad habits. So if it's like jumping into the water and drinking enough water, you know, and, and say you drink a lot of soda or you drink a lot of juice and you want to cut that out and you want to drink more water. One of his things to breaking bad habit is making it invisible. So reduce your exposure mm-hmm. to it. So if you have like six soda cans in your fridge and you want to drink more water, put 12 water bottles and move three soda cans, maybe to a closet, to a cabinet or something. So there's only three sodas and then there's more waters. You give yourself less opportunity to grab those sodas. So for me, I was kind of talking about this with Chaz, like before he jumped on and started recording is like, I love to eat. (laughs) I love to eat. I have no (laughs) self-control when it comes to food, but I am so disciplined with my macros and it's not that i'm disciplined with that i think it's because i reduce the exposure to the amount of food that i can have so i was just telling him when i when i meal prep and i make all this chicken and I make all these potatoes and I make all these vegetables and rice yeah that's healthy food but i could sit there and eat six seven servings in one sitting so what i do is as soon as i make that food i put it in a tupperware and i throw it in the fridge So it's not there and that makes it a little bit harder because then i have to go in the fridge i have to open up the tupperware and i have to put it in the microwave and then i have to heat it up to get it good so it's kind of that's one tactic he talked about and it's just, mm-hmm just reducing the exposure to the bad habit. And if that's smoking a cigarette, you know, I was uh, shadowing a doctor before I got into medical school. And he's like, if you want to quit smoking, take out half the pack, put it in a baggie and leave that pack at home. That's the leftover. And when you go out wow. and you're roaming around, you only have five cigarettes in a baggie. So that gives you to all the day, all the whole day while you're out, you have five cigarettes to smoke. And then that's reducing your exposure. And he's like, after that few weeks, cut it down to three and then to two. And then after a while, you realize you will just throw away the whole pack. But you're reducing your exposure to that bad habit. And I think that's that's one way, one of the the key ways to making things easier for yourself and breaking a bad habit.
1: Damn, bro. That's crazy. I never thought about that. But yeah, like that's another thing. I, I didn't I didn't find that one right away to be like um, I guess applicable to my life. But like, I mean you think about it, so many people struggle and fail because it's literally right there. If you make it challenging to get you know like or you got that cigarette pack if you live in wisconsin and you put in your car overnight and you gotta (laughs) walk outside and negative yeah see (laughs) yeah you're making it difficult (laughs) because you don't
0: want to get up in the morning if you have a cigarette every morning and you have to walk out and it's negative five you're like oh heck no i'm not i'm not walking to my car to get that cigarette no no. (laughs)
1: dog not today yeah yeah (laughs) um that's uh, good man another little point before you go to your next one is just the making it easy part i forgot yeah. about that is that like uh, i guess it goes for a bad habit mm-hmm. making it difficult mm-hmm. or it, making it invisible i should say sorry and then this one is just making it easy and it's just like dude like when you like it goes back to the um point that i was referencing uh to earlier but like Literally, if you can make something just as easy as possible and make it like with water bottles, like, okay, I struggle, I struggle to drink water. So I'm literally going to put 15 water bottles in my desk.
0: So
1: you have no excuses, literally right there Mm -hmm. now. But if you forget a water at home, and I do this all the time, if you forget water at home, like a water bottle, then it's just like the likelihood that you're going to go to the fountain to drink a gallon of water a day. Do you just set yourself up failure or a small one? versus a bigger one or a bigger yeah. one. So it's just like making it easy so that you're actually setting yourself up for success rather than failure. Most of the time we fail because we're we're not doing ourselves any justice.
0: Yeah, I think he referenced in the book, uh, like an example of like, you're trying to go to the gym and you're trying to get better. He's like in the morning, before actually, before you go to bed, have your workout clothes and your running shoes set up on the couch by your bed. And he said, number mm-hmm. two, if you're trying to go to a gym, find a gym that's on your way home within your route or on the way to work. Because then you're not... I'm doing air coats or you're not going out of your way to go to the gym. You know, it's easy, mm-hmm. so it's like making that easy. And it's once that becomes easy, and you you're in that routine, you won't have to lay out the clothes. You won't have to find a gym that's on your way because then it'll be that habit. You know, so I really like that he said it said that. And uh, some people just struggle with finding that way to make it easy as well.
1: Yep, for sure. So, what what's another point that you were thinking about um, that really stood out to you in the book?
0: So I think the next point that I wanted to talk about was making it unattractive. And then he kind of talks about how to reframe your mindset that highlights the the bad, the bad or the bad outcome of that, a bad habit. So for me, it's like, yeah, you know, I like to have a couple of beers every once in a while. I like to eat, you know, and have my food. But then now, now I think about like, how are my workouts going to be? You know, how am I going to feel? I'm going to feel sluggish tomorrow. You know, I'm not going to perform well. You know, I'm going to be, you know, now, you know, I'm going to be 31 and, and like a couple of weeks, like. Now that I'm drinking more, if I drink more, then I'm going to feel down, like I'm down for a couple of days. And then, you know, I'm just going to feel like cloudy. And so I start putting that mindset into my head. Like if I do this bad habit, how is it going to carry me over in the next couple of days? Or what's the outcome going to be? Are my, my workouts going to be top performance or my, my studying going to be kind of sluggish because my mind's on like slow-mo, you know? So I think making them attractive and highlighting the bad things that come from that bad habit was the next thing I wanted to talk about
1: yeah bro but like that's such a good point like it's just a whole like unattractive part like i'm trying to think of a uh a, a habit that i have um
0: let's say let's say you have you kind of struggle with time management how would that make that like what's the bad outcomes of a time bad time management
1: yeah um I guess I can think about more so of like instead of like okay well you're not doing this and then you like forget about it and it's like oh well I'll just make it better tomorrow versus like I can associate it to maybe someone that like I'm letting down you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. so like that would hurt me more so than like me just forgetting about like if I let some slide you know like all right whatever um I'll be better next day versus like okay what is the outcome my outcome is maybe letting somebody down and that's like well, i'm a I'm biggest fear dude and I, I hate doing that and it hurts me to the core so then instead of like saying hey man, oh, i'm tired i'm going to sleep," and blah blah like nah fuck that you yeah. know you know what i mean yeah so like associating it that way and not letting somebody down that that, that yeah. would be a good point
0: you've talked about that a couple times in our last podcast is like it's kind of like finding your why right? Finding cool. your why, why you're doing it, you know, and that kind of drives you. And again, that's, that's the goal. You're looking for the goals, like your why is kind of your goal, but also it's the process. If, if you don't do what you're going to do that day and you fall off and you let someone down, that's again, you're falling off that process and you're letting yourself down. You're also letting someone else down, you know? So again, it comes back to underlying thing. It's just grinding out that process that others won't do.
1: That's what it comes down to, man. I was watching this like little Michael Jordan video the other day and I obviously everybody refers back to him as a yeah. goat. But like it was crazy because like it was nothing. Well, obviously he's talented, but it was nothing that he in a way could not do that anybody else did. And it goes relentless as well, like notebook. Yep. But like it's just the freaking like the consistency, yep. the 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 hunger, the drive, but he didn't do anything like crazy anyway he just literally like found something that he sucked at literally did it over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again until he yep. was better at it and it's just like that's the biggest like downfall is that like people want to identify something and then they get started it's kind of like with the the whole january thing right people wanting to get started and like people are i mean they're wanting There's a subtle cry for help man yeah but it's just like people get so bored so instant. people get so bored so easily that like they don't think about the in a reverse way make it unattractive um but it's like okay hey, well, what if i don't do this like what's happening like it's just like i'm they're letting themselves down which right. we give up on ourselves like yeah. 13 times over before yeah. for anybody else so like their, their why is not big enough which is the struggle um and then it's just like they're not thinking about the outcome, like what could happen. It's just like all right, whatever. Yeah. i try I try again next year.
0: I love that you brought up the Michael Jordan thing. Uh, have you watched Man Man in the Arena yet? I have not by Tom Brady. Oh my goodness. Oh it's it's like it's like Michael Jordan. He obviously sixth round draft pick and 199th pick overall, blah blah blah. And he just literally got his opportunity, and he just every day trying to be better than everyone else, you know? Like he has that chip on his shoulder, but he won three Super Bowls within the first four years of his career. Like he could have said, Oh, hang it up. No, he wanted to be better. He wanted to be better than everyone. And yeah, you know, that may be like, Oh, I'm I'm not, he's not trying to step on anyone else, but he wants to be known as the best. So he literally, he said, whatever he found out he was bad at, got went in and got after it. You know, like when they had that NFL lockout, he invited everyone, his whole team, all the offense to, uh, I think it was Boston college. And they trained every day, you know? So like when that team came back from the lockout, Every other team that didn't practice, his team was ready because he was making, holding everyone accountable on himself to be better. You know, it's, it's the Michael Jordan's, it's the Tom Brady's that again, they were, were they that spectacular? No, they just put in more work than everyone else. And that's something that like, not just to talk about myself, but like, well, people like you're so smart, you're a doctor. No, I'm not, I'm not smart, dude. You know, I'm the first generation college student, medical, even a medical student in my family, you know, most, barely most people in my family graduated high school. I just work harder than everyone else. And I'm not saying that to talk shit on anyone, but I'm going to outwork you. And I don't, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck (laughs) like what you do. I'm going to do my best to outwork you. And you know, that might be a little cocky that might be whatever, but that's what keeps me going, you know? And it's like, same thing with the gym. It's like, you see all these big ass dudes, like huge and strong. Like that just motivates me better because I'm going to be in there outworking you as much as I can. You know, (laughs) like you may be throwing around more weights. You may have bigger muscles, but in my mind, I'm doing what I can to outwork you and I think. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm Tom Brady. I'm not saying I'm Michael Jordan, but that's what separates people from the pack.
1: No, I uh, even even the, the the bigger muscles part, I, I like that, man. Uh, you may be stronger or whatnot, but people also get very, uh, this is, I guess, going away from what, I, what we're talking about, but people get very complacent when they also have achieved something, and we can make that into a bad habit also. Yeah. That when you feel like you've done enough, uh, that is a bad habit. Honestly, it's like the biggest curse. Like Andy yeah. always talks about that. He's like, guys, we have this building, but we, we ain't done shit, like literally nothing. Yeah. And uh, so I, I like that. that mentality that you have when you're saying like, I'm going into the gym, you may have this, you may have that, but I'm going to, um, you know, outwork you. And when you ha- always have that sense of like, like I-, I truly have not done anything or haven't accomplished anything and you wake up, like as if you're trying to build and still chase like you'll forever forever like progress but it's just a moment when you get that slightest little like yeah i'm doing some well that's when you're fucked
0: you know i think he did talk about that in atomic habits it's when that's when people start to like slip back and i think we're humans and that's natural it's like you want to give yourself a little break i remember when we finished our first year of medical school i was like all right. You know, it's summer. I'm going to enjoy myself. And I did. I took six weeks off. You know, I went to the gym, but I wasn't consistent with my macros. I didn't, uh, I didn't like track my food. I trained, but I wasn't being intense. You know, I went and drank a lot and I rode my mountain bike and, you know, which I was getting exercise, but I kind of stepped away from it. And then like, right before, like maybe halfway through the summer, maybe a little bit before school started, I sat, sat myself down. I was like, what have I done that hundreds to thousands to millions of other doctors haven't done already? they finished their first year of medical school. Why should I be celebrating that I finished my first year of medical school? When I get that degree and I can call myself a doctor, I'll give myself a little pat on the back, you know, and what's the next challenge that I can do? You know, what's, what specialty am I going to get into? If that's dermatology, am I going to be the best dermatologist or, you know, whatever it is, it's just, we're human. And we want, we want to, we want to take the path of least resistance, but you you can't always do that. You got to go, go the hard route. The difficult route because that's what's going to the most reward is going to come from. And I think I was looking at his James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. He uh, posted something on his Instagram saying that the road less traveled is the most rewarding and that's where you're going to see the, the most gain. And he's like, it goes back to the old saying of like the last mile is the least crowded. And that's so mm-hmm. true, you know, because people yeah. aren't going to, aren't willing to put in that work to get there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of went on a little rant because it just, I get fired up with that type of stuff, you know, be. Do the difficult things we always say it do the difficult things
1: yeah um <clears throat> speaking of doing the difficult things this is a funny little uh side to that is that like Rob always struggled always struggled just from you know where i came from with uh reading comprehension so you know books were always very like hard me too man and it just, yeah, it, yeah and it's just like if it's if it doesn't catch you right away i'm, I'm you know done my mind is just wandering and uh, but also never tried. So you know, it's my fault. I, I never tried to be better. And I, my identity was that my reading comprehension level yeah. was very poor. You yeah. know, um, and it was so crazy, dude. He reached out to me like two years ago. I think it was maybe a year ago. Just a random message on Instagram. Didn't know who to. I saw the check mark. But I didn't click on it. He's like, hey man, I have a book um that you know i i would love to see how it would impact your life and it's crazy bro how how (laughs) freaky things actually can be because like i was desperately needing that book at the Mm -hmm. time that i needed it but i wasn't like i wasn't bettering myself i solely relied off like no at the time i'm like yeah i want to make it to the olympics it's all i cared about bro i just wake up train he wasn't even tracking macro, didn't know shit about that. I just worked out, you know, yeah. my mind, I'm thinking of this, but he, he's like, hey man, I want to send you over this book. He said, like, I wrote a book, whatever. He's like, he just, he's not like, I guess, living up to who he is. Like yeah, yeah. it's clear, you know? And uh, he's like, he's like, can I send you this book? And I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. Like, it's cool. You know, I finally get the book in the mail. I looked at it, touched it. I'm like, it feels nice. Sat it down, bro. <laughs> never, never, yeah. ever even opened a damn book. And all of a sudden I got here to um, Missouri and then someone said something about like this amazing book that they read, Atomic Habits. And like one of the things that we have to do is like we have to read 10 pages a day, just go. And I'm like, fuck like this is like another sign like dude you need to read yeah. this damn book mm-hmm. and like I read the book and I had to send them over an apology like "Giddy, you know? like
0: hey that's good though that's you manned up to your yeah. thing you know that's good that's yeah. you 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 admitted you're wrong and you learned yeah. that that's awesome that's good that's so it's sick like, I'm though. so sorry yeah I think you know the same thing my reading comprehension was like pretty shitty and all that other stuff you know even getting into medical school is still the same thing but I always said that I'm a visual learner and you know what it, it is. I'm, I'm, I learned by doing things. So that's why I'm excited to get into the hospital next year. But, you know, I started reading 10 pages a day about two years ago, like right when I started medical school, maybe like right before, like the year before and just 10 pages a day, <laughs> you know, just it's so crazy how drastically you could shift from thinking you're not good at reading comprehension to I'm actually okay at reading comprehension or I've gotten better. Yeah. Cause it's just, it, again, it's the process of practice, you know, right now I'm reading this, thick thick book it's called about face it's about this uh colonel in the army who's just amazing like jocko willink said that all his books he wrote are based off what he learned from this guy and his stories but uh they're really small really small like a lot of pages and it's just you know i feel like i'm slower than reading on the other pages but again it's just the practice and the process of getting better being one percent better and wanting to be better and just doing it and then everything else will fall into place
1: yeah and just just as you just said you feel like you're that that's like thing you feel like you're uh reading a little bit slower than usual or at a normal pace yeah. like that is the part that makes people quit They're yeah like, well i'm moving way too slow it's taking me way too long i should have been doing this book by now somebody gonna judge me you're judging yourself you're making yeah. all the shit up and then you finally quit you know yeah. what i mean
0: like i think one of the things like i'm like dang this is you know and like you can't change books like that's quitting on yourself this is like a thousand page book <laughs> it's this whole <laughs> manifest of his whole life he jumped, he basically, not trying to get sidetracked, but he basically got into the military early. It was like, he lied on his application. He got in at 15. And this is like right after World War II. And he's seen all the wars and it's just, dude was amazing. And uh, just how to lead, like without it being a leadership book and like a self-development book, how he carried himself, how he, he carried his men, how, what he expected from himself from the men and like how he didn't take no shit from anybody. Just, it's a great book. Um, Holy Yeah. And just shit. jumping into the habit part of it and not trying to get away from that is just uh, like I was saying, it was, it's a big book. There's a lot of words on it. It's very, very small print. And uh, yeah, like you said, I could have quit. You know, I could have said, oh, I'll read something else. But, you know, I'm already like 300 pages in and just grinding it out.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think altogether, though, these are a good, I was writing down a couple points that you were saying, I guess to more so summarize, just like, you know, for people to kind of take away yeah. and like, you know, three things that I personally focus on and you can revisit those three things. But, like, seriously, like, um, even after this call, like, I just got an idea of like, I'm just having like a little whiteboard and sitting at my desk. Um, and I'm just about 1% better, like, so I can yeah. visually see it every single day. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, we kind of get out of habit, but I, I try and focus on the process. But, like, the 1% better having a goal but not necessarily focusing on the goal focusing on the process yep. like what are what are like five ten things that I can do every single day that's actually going to help me get there and being okay with the process and then lastly like uh identity like being super careful with like saying that you know my reading conference level is pretty bad or I'm actually really bad with time management like because you'll forever live that so yeah. it's like now like, I even say that shit once in a while. Like, I'm really bad at time management, you know? Like, yeah. you, you have to, like, like have to change it. And, like, because you come become okay with it. Like, yeah, people expect it, you know? Well, I'm bad at time. So you never yeah. try and improve.
0: Yeah, that goes back kind of, I don't want to cut you off, but that goes back to our imposter syndrome episode. You know, don't accept it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Chelsea said, reframe the way you say things to yourself. Yep. So. Yeah.
1: hey. <laughs> I actually have to tell her because yeah. I was walking up to the squat rack the other day. And I'm like, yeah, man, don't be a little bitch. I'm like, wait, actually, you, you can do this. You're more yeah. than capable yeah. of doing this. <laughs> so, side,
0: another side little funny story. So, they were, uh, my brother in law, my sister in law came out when we had me, our, our daughter, our, our second daughter. And like I said, on my mirror here in the bathroom, it says, uh, it has the date I broke my neck. It says, what would Goggin say? And under that it says, "Don't be a bitch," because what would Gaga say? "Said don't be a bitch," right? <laughs> so she used our bathroom, and she she ref- she left that up because she's like, "I know that's how you are. You're very superstitious with that." But she reframed everything, and at the bottom it says, "I'm gonna make med school my bitch." It's like, okay, Ooh. you know, yeah. So she's like, she was here, and she's like, she just she's like, "I left you a pri- surprise on your yeah. your mirror when you go upstairs." And I was like, "That's funny," you know, reframe Let's it. So go. yeah, Damn, she's a dude. she's a good person to talk to you like with that stuff. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you bad. have anything else? So, like, I don't want to, take... I didn't want to no, cut man. you off. So, okay. No, so I will just... actually just re-summarizing everything.
0: Okay. So I'll like talk about the three that I talked about um, and then we can just wrap it up. So I think making it invisible, you know, reduce the exposure to it. Make it very difficult to get to um, and set yourself up for success. If you're going to make it invisible, make the good habit you are, the new habit you want, make that easy to get to. And then the second one I said was make it unattractive. Think about the outcome of that bad habit and start putting that into your head. And start thinking if i do this then what's going to happen if that's your workout performance is going to be bad or your study outcome is going to be bad or you're going to let someone down put that in your head and keep reminding yourself why you want to break that bad habit and then lastly i think one of my favorite things he said as i said before is winners fail one day losers fail multiple days if you fall off the horse because we're human it happens jump right back on you know and get grinding let's go let's go this is solid baby I'm ready, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so appreciate you all for standing by and waiting for this episode. We were excited to talk about it. If you have any critiques, any feedback, please send them our way. Um, And thanks for listening. See you on the next one.
1: Peace.